0: Kabelo, waking you up there. If you need to be up this Thursday morning and you were still a bit sleepy, I, I know you are up right now. And uh, Mamukete in Rustenburg saying, Morning, Asa, you always, I always listen to you from 3.30 till 5. Not concentrating, though, because I'm busy preparing for work. Love you, sister. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mamukete. We share the love back to you. And uh, just on our poll question as well, Nazim Khotbom saying, everyday corruption is taking the lead of unemployment rate in South Africa we need good competent leaders to serve the people not the interest of donors we asked what do you believe government needs to do to regain uh, public uh, trust uh, just another message uh, good morning okay you just sent a voice note we'll listen to it in just a bit then in terms of that you're saying it's too long four minutes. Oh, it's two minutes. Okay, we probably won't be able to play the whole thing. We'll see how far we go with that. We'll see in terms of time. Let's talk teachers' wellness literacy resource now called Milani. Last year has been challenging for teachers, of course. Teachers have been introduced to a new method. They've navigated the soaring death toll of their colleagues. They've faced a protracted lockdown that has resulted in the loss of valuable teaching time. Further, teachers have had to be vigilant in addressing how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their pupils' mental wealth health rather over and above their academic performance these challenges are not set to disappear ahead of the next school year our next guest has partnered with the social tv foundation to develop a platform that equips teachers with basic mental health literacy to help them identify students who need support the most mariel bartlett is marketing and funding executive at community keepers mariel thank you so much for joining us how are you
1: Good morning, Asanda. Good, thank you. And morning to your listeners as well.
0: Uh, Really, thank you so much. for. I mean, this is quite an important thing that you've done here and us talking about it and educating everybody who needs to have access to it. This platform that equips teachers with basic mental health literacy. Tell us exactly how it works.
1: So we actually work in schools. We have 29 partner schools where we've got social workers, counselors and psychologists. And during COVID, we just realized that the information that we have, we should probably try and share a bit wider. So instead of just focusing on our school network, we started filming um, some of our topics.
0: Oh.
1: And um, we've made this available online. So it's basically sort of a digital library where um, educators can go in, they can look a, up a specific subject, such as bullying or gender-based violence or grief or aggression in the classroom, and they can sort of self-educate themselves. And There's a series of posters, um, there's lesson plans, there's um, short animations, or there's actually sort of almost long-length 20-minute videos that they can sort of absorb into themselves. So it's very much a self-help platform, but all of the material is being developed by our network of social workers and psychologists.
0: Okay, so as a self-help platform, it touches on teachers being able to identify those students who need support the most. Does it also help the actual teacher? Because they also need some mental health, at least some way of, of, uh, I guess, releasing.
1: I think you've you've put your finger on the pulse. That's exactly what it's all about. So often um, children with behavior issues, it's not about being naughty, It's about some underlying pain that they're struggling with. Mm. So we talk about those sort of things, especially aggression in the classroom. And we also talk about how the teacher can set the tone for the classroom so that that those things don't get agitated. Um, But then self-care is a very big topic for us. I think you and me too, Mm. not just the teachers and the students. Um, So that's one of the big topics. And then something else that um, teachers are dealing with themselves is grief but ch- the children in the classroom equally so. And so we talk around both of those themes and, and how teachers can help themselves and how they can help their learners at the same time. I think it's kind of like an ecosystem. Mm. You help one and you're actually helping the other.
0: All right, let's take a short break. We'll continue with our chat. Mariel Bartlett, Mac, uh, Marketing and Funding Executive at Community Keepers. We're talking Milani, which is a teacher's wellness literacy resource. Our time is 4.40. Sound Awake on S F M three to five a.m. We talk teachers' wellness literacy resource Milani with Marielle Bartlett. Uh, Marielle, before we took the break, we speak about you know the things, the the different factors that can contribute to a teacher's well-being, and you you speak about teachers dealing with grief, uh, but also what about the impact of disrupted education because of COVID nineteen? How much of a, an effect has this had in the well-being of teachers?
1: Oh, it plays a huge role. I mean, we're living in uncertainty. Teachers arrive at school and they don't know how many um, learners are going to be absent. Mm. They often have their timetable shifted um, unexpectedly. And and living in uncertainty for such a prolonged period of time heightens anxiety. And we're also seeing depression in, in the teachers and in the learners. So support structures are really important at this time.
0: And I mean, over and above them teaching, I mean, they have these children they've adopted in the classroom, but uh, most often they also have their children they must go home to.
1: It's, it's 24 hours. I mm. think it's, it's very much on the front line. It's just like nurses. And then added to that, they're having to wear masks, and the children are learning are wearing masks. So, you know, there's those barriers. Um, so you're constantly, you know, on, on high alert, um, it's not normal where you can't sort of give one child a hug. We have to keep our distance. All of those play a role.
0: How can uh, parents become sort of a top-up in terms of using this uh, resource for uh, just understanding how it works, and maybe even uh, they can, you know, guide their children to using
1: it? Um, I think parents can equally benefit from from the teachers' resources, and and. You know, I think parents are are just as exhausted. Mm. Some of them are working two or three jobs to keep, you know, keep alive. Um, And so one of the things that we talk about often is listening. Mm. You know, we we sort of want to over-educate ourselves and think, you know, what is it that I should know? And very often just sitting quietly and listening to a child um, is actually what they want. That sort of focus time not not listening with half an ear, but sitting down and really listening. We call it active listening, oh. where you, you're you making eye contact, and you're just letting the child unravel and tell their story. And listening is the most powerful skill, and it's, it's a great skill for educators, and it's a great skill for parents. And, and if we learn to listen like that, children feel heard. Oh. And I think that's one of the things that it's a theme that comes up very often. Children are not feeling heard. And and I think just listening to each other as well, you know, you and me, just listen to each other. Mm. I you, think it's a huge tonic.
0: Absolutely. You, you've also built a recycling game around this based on the Sustainable Development Goals. Tell us about that.
1: So, So that's Sam Marshall from Social TV. They they have got the Recycle Game. That's our partner on Milani. Mm-hmm. Um, not part of the mental health program, but a really fun game if you want to go and try it out.
0: Awesome. Okay, so how do teachers and uh, parents of scholars connect with this resource?
1: So it's, it has its own website, milani.org.za, and Milani means to grow or to flourish. And, and that's really what it's all about. Just us wanting to say, you know, here, here's some resources going up your tank so they can visit the website and um, we're loading new content all the time we're loading up podcasts new videos so we really encourage people to sort of bookmark it and and visit often awesome
0: and now it's 29 partner schools uh, plans to expand the number
1: yes our, our eye is on 100 we wanted to get to 100 schools by 2030 Um, I think you can just imagine having a social worker on site at the school with an open-door policy where children and and educators can just say, you know, I need some time with you.
0: Um,
1: It's an amazing opportunity and a resource, but 29 is very few at this point in time, so we've got our eye on 100. Um, We know that we're going to make it, and being able to put stuff up digitally just means that it's a free access, you know. When you get funding, we just feel why should we keep the, why should we keep those resources just with our partners? Yeah, you know, a fund is invested. Let's share it widely.
0: Awesome stuff! Thank you so much for what you're doing, and we appreciate your time here on Sound Awake this morning. Have a great day. You too, and a great long weekend also.
1: Yes, wonderful. Enjoy. It.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Muriel Bartlett, Marketing and Funding Executive at Community Keepers, a part of our Wellness Corner.